week's episode of the Bench Time Podcast is brought to you by our patrons. This week we want to thank our newest patron, Darren Myers, so thanks for becoming a patron. If you guys want to support our show and support my dad and I, you can head on over to hoscalecustoms.com forward slash support or patreon.com forward slash hoscalecustoms. All right, let's get into this week's awesome episode. What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 111. That's 111 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of HO Scale Customs. We had a little bit of a fiasco trying to get this episode started, uh, so everyone's going to be laughing at me here to start. But uh, this week we have Jeff Grove and Jason Jensen. Um, Jeff Grove has Carolina Craftsman Kits, and everyone knows Jason Jensen from his awesome YouTube channel, and I uh, wanted to welcome you guys onto the show. Jason Jensen Train. Hey, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so. Hi, Jeff. Hi, hi, hi uh, Jason. Hey, hi. So I almost forgot your damn name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, my God. There's been a lot of buzz around uh, both of you guys this past couple weeks because of a few kits that you guys have been putting out and building. And. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to dig into them this week and kind of get your guys' story on how you built them, how you've the inspiration behind them, just the stories of the whole kit and the whole kit complex, I guess you could call it. So, um, yeah, let's uh, let's kind of scratch the surface with that. Well, Jason, why don't you go ahead and, and get started on how you kind of you know, conceived the plan. Well, I'll, uh, you know, Jeff called me and asked me if I wanted to work with him on a large, a very large uh, kit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was interested in doing a mill. And so no. I drew. Jeff was doing a mill? Not a mill. <laughs> Another <Right>. mill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, Jason. I said a mill. I didn't say a mill. Uh-oh. It's a general store. A general okay. store. Okay. You just said a large a large structure. <laughs> so, so, anyways, I, I did a, a, a picture, and uh, I took a picture of it on my phone and sent it to Jeff, and... And he loved it. And we both said, well, what if we broke it into three separate structures and people could buy the individual structures or they could buy all three at once to make the large structure? So we both were like, man, that's that's going to be great. Someone... And, and that way, the nice thing about that is... We're getting three structures there, one of them actually being a background building. So you've got all kinds of uh, concepts that you can put in your layout. You can use them individually. You can use two of them. You can use all three. You can you can do it as uh, as Jason set up the final uh, all three combined with the parking lot. 
So the, the uh, you know the thoughts which you do this is just about endless with the way that works because you know it ends up being a pretty good sized kit. They're very complex ones done. I think the diorama total is what twelve well, about twelve by eighteen. Isn't it? Oh wow! Yeah. Yep. So the three the three kits that you guys are talking about, just so our audience is aware of, it's H O Raymond Transfer, uh, the Raymond Transfer Cruisewick mm-hmm. pencil and pen, yep. which the pencil and pen is the background kit, and then um, Wiley and Son paper mill. Yep. Yes. Um, and then all th- all three can be put together for the complex. Yep. Right. Yes. Right. Cool. Uh, and so I do have a real quick question before we get too deep into this, and I forget. The Cruiswick pencil and pen is a background kit, but is this one of the? Is this? It looks pretty, uh, like the the shape of it looks pretty simple. Where would you be able to buy a second kit of the background kit and make it a full depth kit or a full depth building? Yes, yes, yes. Actually, if you bought two of them, you could easily make that a full kit. Okay. Now I've I've got several of the background buildings we've done that. Uh, you know, that I really would like to do a different type of a second part to them. So that that could be on the list down the road. So okay. Yes. I was wondering about that just because, uh, you know, it, it's such a neat structure. And, and for someone who maybe doesn't have the room or a spot for a background kit but likes to build, for for under 100 bucks, you could still get both of them and have a even bigger building. So. Oh. Easily. Yeah, easily they would just match up to each other and you – uh, again, it would end up being about a two and a half inch uh, building, which is fine for everything we do. So yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah. Now, uh, Jason, you said you did all three of. Did you draw all three of these out prior, or were they from photos? Or uh, no, I drew them out. Okay. <laughs> Here's the funny thing: I, I drew the picture and I took a picture of it with my phone, and I sent I sent it to Jeff. And this was on the 20th of November. And I believe I talked to him maybe the next day or maybe even the same day. But Jeff says, do you think that we could have this project in, done in time for Springfield, <laughs> which is the last weekend of January, which means I would have to have the model completed, the full diorama completed, and at his house, no later than the twentieth of January. <laughs> oh, so that gave us Monday, <laughs> exactly <laughs> to do. You know, three models, um, get them in full production, and keep in mind, Christmas was in the middle of all this. Right, right, yeah. Well, and knowing Jason, I'm like, yeah, I'm, Jeff, I'm we, we, we can do it, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 knowing Jason, let, let I'm me, shocked. I'm oh, sorry. I say, let me just interject real quick. Go for uh, it. Sure. Every, everything went very, very, very smoothly and quickly, except me having the amount of kits I would like to have on my shelves right now and with me to go to Springfield. I am so oh, yeah. far behind. On, on what we're trying to do, cutting kits, because it's been very popular and everybody's being very patient with me. But uh, you, you know, it, it's I did not you know get prepared as much as we could have been for the production and the popularity. I, I got to blame Jason for that. This thing is very popular, <laughs> and I don't have enough kits. So whatever. 
<laughs> it's a good problem to have. Well, I was I was shocked because we finished the first model and we put it on Facebook. We put it on, uh, I think he even had it on his website. And when the first mm-hmm. one came out, we started getting orders for the entire complex for all three structures. And they weren't even done yet. Yes. Huh. <laughs> Hadn't even really shown them anything yet. Yeah. For some time, uh, yeah. for, for a period of time, you just had the, a blank photo for the complex. It was like coming soon. It wasn't even, it wasn't even up yet. Yeah. Right. So. Well, Jason showed the, uh, the complex when he, I think on his first video, he showed a quick, uh, quick picture on his video of his drawing of the yep. complex. So, you know, yeah, but that, that was still, you know, you know, artist rendering. There were still a lot of things. We made a lot of changes. And, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. But uh, again, it's still, you know, the whole thing still just came out fantastic. So, you know what? If you put Jason's name in this thing with the way this goes, good heavens, people oh. just know what his stuff is and everything. You know, so yeah, it's I don't know that about simple. that. But. Well, you know, again, we've seen the work he does and everything. So, you know. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, you, you know, Jason, you, gotta, you have a monster following. And uh, with all your mm-hmm. videos and your YouTube videos and how tos and 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 not only that you you show everybody how to build the dang thing mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. that's the other part and and you know you're not mm-hmm. getting that with a lot of other companies or kits I mean it's just mm-hmm. the you know your your you know your following is definitely going to you know help build and sell this kit but but um, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Right now, my question was: well, you know, I found it astounding. Oh, go ahead. That um, November twentieth is when you talked to Jeff about building this, and I'm surprised yes. that by Thanksgiving it wasn't done. In your speed, it didn't work. Well, Jeff and I worked so many hours on this kit, and I'll tell you, on three occasions, and Jeff knows. I was up for two days straight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just, we worked around the clock. We were texting each other. We were calling each other. Um, we would make changes, and then Jeff would quick cut some parts, drop them in the mail, and within a couple of days, I'd have them. And um, it, it was just a mad rush. And like you said, at the same time, I'm filming it, for YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So there's three separate videos showing how to put the kits together. And then a fourth video showing how to combine all three and put them on a diorama. So it, and like I said, there, you know, we had Christmas in the middle of all this. Um, <laughs> it was uh, a lot of work, but so much fun, so much fun, man. Mm-hmm. It's just something, yeah. the whole process is something that, I'll never forget. It was just such a yeah. pleasure. Yeah, it, it was really it was great work. And, and one of the key things we wanted to do with this is, uh, and again, maybe it, maybe I'm uh, partial to, to CCK kits, but uh, I, I dare anybody to put those three structures together and look at the price of what that thing is. That, that thing is a value. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. And, and yes. that was one thing that Jason and I said we wanted to do. 
we, we, we want to make us a very you know, a great value for the for the money for what you're getting and everything. Right. So, so we really put a lot in, you know. So uh, there, there's a lot to it, and I'll tell you what, the uh, whoever you, you you better make plans if you're not and you go to Springfield this weekend because. I can't believe the amount of people I've got wanting to know if I have the, it's a diagram I got to your safe and all that so I can take to the show. So that's going to yeah. be the focal point of, of, of my show up there this year. So yes, and that's and that's great. I mean, it's it's a it's a work of art. It's a complete work of art. Oh. And and uh, you know, well, I, you know, and we've talked. We we said just a couple minutes ago that that um, one of the reasons why you're selling a lot of them. Obviously, there's a couple reasons. I mean, obviously, Jason's an amazing artist, and everybody loves his stuff, and, uh, you know, we, we all do. I mean, I see it. Everything new I see coming out of him, it just blows my mind. Well, thank you. Thank okay. you. But, but yes. also, in the same respect, is, you know, it's Carolina Craftsman Kits. And it's a well-respected company that's been around a long time. You have a great selection of kits. Everybody's familiar with them and loves them, uh, you know. And and I'm not trying to pump either one of your heads up, okay? But that's a fact. And and then the third thing is, like you just mentioned, you guys price. already have big heads. We don't need to make them any bigger. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the price is it's cool. Was that Brett again? Oh, that, that was, was Brett. That youngster <laughs> causing trouble again. Yeah. But but the pricing yeah. is cool. As as a consumer, I'm looking at it as a consumer, and I'm saying, okay, I can I can buy one piece and pay a low price because that's what I can afford. Okay? Or I can mm-hmm. buy two pieces, uh, you know, buy one piece now and buy one piece a little bit later and then have the two of them and eventually get the set together. Or I can get all three together, if you know, uh, and and it's it's a really super price. The whole price together is what, 245 or something like What is it? 245 yeah. 245 for the entire 245 for the building. Right. And mm-hmm. and nowhere you're gonna. I'm looking at the thing now, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, these are three great looking structures, big structures too. And not only that, the parts that I see that are on it on the outside of the building, you got some big stacks on it. Those laser cut have, windows uh, and storefront. Right, you have the the, mm-hmm. du- the dust the dust collector and uh, the the blower and all that stuff sticking on the outside of the wall. I mean, those parts there alone aren't cheap if you buy them individually mm-hmm. and um right well, yeah now you're, and yeah. you're talking billboards and everything else this is a this is a quality kit that's not only a big kit like we see the big kits that are out there right and they have several buildings mm-hmm. to them but no and none of those kits can you buy one individually okay so if you have a beginner right. guy looking to buy one and he well, not a beginner but a more intermediate guy and he wants to buy one and not have to do all three right away he can get he can get just one, or if he only has room in his layout or his diorama for one, he can get just that one, you know. Or he can do all. Mm-hmm. It's a cool concept. I love what you guys have done. Yeah. Well, thank uh, you. And also, uh, while you're talking details, the uh, you know the, the details that you see on the kit, the, you know, they're all included in either or one or the other. Everything you see them on the building. Mm-hmm. Then we also had Jimmy Jimmy Deegan with the uh, railroad kits. And who's doing the fine scale uh, details? He's got us a separate detail pack. I see that. It's got over sixty details in it that goes right. It's an additional. You know, if you want to do that, that's additional. And then Jason, you know, we didn't even get that shown on the uh, on anything. So 
that pack of over 60 details is not on anything that you're seeing on the pictures or the videos of the uh, of the oh, sets. Wow. For, and I, I think that set is $36. I'd have to look for sure, but you know, that's available yeah. too. And all of a sudden, you're selling only $200 and, you know, $55, $65. So, yeah, yeah. I hear so, you have yeah. it now. Uh, that, that's how we wanted to do the yeah. Wiley and Son Paper Mill Detail Pack, and you have uh, more than sixty parts. It looks like you got a cat or a dog in there. You got some scales, and it's more than just barrels. Thank God, it's just not just a bunch of trash cans and barrels. Because God <laughs> knows we get enough of those you know, in kits. I, I felt I felt horrible because. Um, <laughs> For the finished diorama, I was supposed to have all of those details put on there. And I was down to the wire trying to get that to his house by the 20th of this month that I forgot to paint all of the detail castings and put them on there for the finished model. And I just I felt horrible about it, but I was in just such a hurry. Um Oh well, and but the diary made it on Monday. FedEx showed up Monday about eleven thirty on the deadline. So first thing you have to do is unpack it. So that you know that's all done. But then I had to unpack it because you know I said it, that stuff sometimes can be uh, a catastrophe. And oh, yeah. I, I don't yeah. think a blade of I don't think a blade of scenery material moved on the way he had that packed. So wow! <laughs> Jason oh wow! <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. You got to, to write a book on how to pack, how to pack the travel or to send, uh, Jason. Yeah, and I saw yeah, that. Right? <laughs> An ebook. Yeah. Um, then you think you look at well, the pictures of it; it looks great. You should see it in person. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, it's, it's, I can't wait. I'm gonna, we're going to come down. To, you're going to have it at Timonium, right? Well, I'm having a problem with the ammonium schedule, so I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll know more about that a little later. We'll see it. We'll see it. We'll see it, though. We'll see it, man. So I have a couple yeah. questions. Uh, I have a couple questions about the builds themselves, and uh, whether okay. it's the kit or the building, as G- as Jeff sees it. Um, but I wanted to hear kind of what your so everyone has a favorite. Like when you're bit working on a a build or you have a build in front of you, I want to hear what your favorite parts. Uh, if you could just pick like one and highlight each of your your favorite like attention grabbing areas of each of the buildings, that'd be a cool thing to hear. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll start with Jason well, and we'll do. Jo- well, we can start with Jason and then we'll swing over to Jeff and see what his favorite parts are. Okay. Okay. Um. The first structure, uh, Raymond, I believe it's called Raymond Transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was so unique about that is that Jeff and I decided to do sheet metal on the outside of it, opposed to corrugated metal, which you see a lot of. And so I just, I'd never done it before, and I just thought that was so unique and just adds so much to the look of of the structure. I see that. Yeah, that's awesome looking. Um, so it's just flat. It's just flat sheet, flat sheets versus the. Well, yep, yeah. 
And, and I actually had a guy email me. He says he's never heard of such a thing. You know, where, you know, where did I ever see? Ah. This goes back to the old story of prototype. There's a prototype. Don't ever tell somebody you never saw it because there's a prototype. Oh yeah. When uh, when I when I sold building materials up and down the coast of Carolina, you know, uh, the places I would go sometimes, you, you know, it was just amazing the back roads and and unpaved roads I would travel. Well, half of the buildings that were back along the waterways, because they blew down through every storm, were built with nothing but leftover billboards. Hmm. And, you know, that was just, that was aluminum, it was metal, it was flat sheet stock that they found somewhere. And I thought, boy, that would make a neat kit. And then Jason ended up doing the best job I've ever seen of the way he did the texturing and the coloring of it. So it just came out great, but... You know, there you travel any well, you can probably travel anywhere, especially in the south. You'll find flat sheet material on structures that they don't care if they blow down or not. So the I I've seen the it. way that was done. So Yeah, there's yeah. a over in our area, um in the Harrisburg area um, I've seen several of them. In the Harrisburg area, down along the river, there's a bunch of old steel um industry. It's actually mm-hmm. part of the sub it's like a sub uh city within the city it's called steelton pa and uh wonder where they got the name wonder where they got the name for that but anyways uh in steelton i know there's some large factory buildings that have just giant sheet walls sheet metal walls um big giant metal buildings huge and uh it's not uncommon in our area just being in the steel belt area no i drive one i drive by one looks (laughs) almost identical to that every day on my way to work yeah yep but yeah. it does go to Jeff's point. And, it does go to Jeff's point, though. There's every time you do something new, or even if you're building, yeah, even if you're building your kit a little different, or your kit bashing something, or your scratch building, yeah. there's always going to be that guy that says like, "Hey, they wouldn't have never mm-hmm. done that." Well, who would have never done that? You can't tell me that's <laughs> never been done ever. How many bi- yeah. billions yeah. of buildings are there? You can't tell me. Yeah. If yeah. it if it looks well, structurally and, sound, and, what's that? Well, as I say, and it, the, other, the other part that we had to be very cautious of was keep the cost down. And, you know, buying the corrugated material and getting it to you, you know, you know the cost of this stuff is is, is crazy yeah. sometimes, but it's not it's not yep. easy getting the materials that you, you know, that you have to right. get sometimes. So a lot of times, if I can't do it myself, you know, it, it can affect the, the kit and everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. that that's easy and and, uh, and and practical, and it if the job it makes is incredible. I so think. so and is again, Jason. Yeah, is that like a uh, similar material, Jeff, to the exterior of Faircloth oysters? Uh, yes, yes. Faircloth oysters was the same concept of that. Okay, uh, and, and that's actually there. There was an oyster barn that was in. Uh, up close to Harker's Island, you know, in North Carolina, that, that uh, was falling apart, and it was, and again, look at the, the fair cloth side, you, you see parts of the billboard on the on the buildings that, uh, yeah. that, because parts of the billboard signs were showing with this old building that was falling down, that, and that's where that concept came from. Right I love back. it. And that was, that building was, you know, fair cloth was done probably in 2008, that was one of the early kits. Okay. Oh, yeah, but yeah, that's where it all came from. Man, I I love that yeah. look. So, 
All right, let's oh, go. We want to give a quick shout out. We want to give a shout out to uh, Dan Raymond, who yeah. the building is named after. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure most of the listeners know um, who he is. So. Yeah. Now, what's more impressive is, or what would be automobile extraordinaire? Yeah, you got some cool trucks outside of it. I'm sure Dan loves it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, let's switch over to uh, Jason. That, that would also have, hold on oh. a second here. Okay. Oh, well, dang. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That building, also, that, that building also has a, the water tank. That water right? tank is cool. I love yeah. that. Yep, water tank, water tank included. And it, it's an unusual look. It's a different water tank than what I'm used to seeing. It's a little taller. It looks a little taller than your average water tank. Mm-hmm. I love the look of it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That would be okay. that very easy to put together. That would be my favorite part of that build. Easily is the tank. I love the tank. Yeah, cool. But, um. That also the Not water the building you're getting water tank with the building which right. is super cool. The water tank thing is cool because when you look at old photos of a lot of the northeastern cities, I'm sure it was common elsewhere in the country, so I'm not saying that it's not part of that, but when you look at a lot of other northeastern cities in the <clears throat> 30s and 40s, um mm-hmm. the rooftops were covered in water tanks. Um there were water tanks yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So it's cool to see that. Uh, it, it's something I don't think you see a lot of in old. You see a lot of old style buildings, but you don't see a lot of water tanks, which they had back then. They had tons of them. So everywhere, yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, just look up if you get on Shorpie or something. You look up old skyline photos of Chicago or New York or wherever. There's water tanks all through the photos. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's switch over and do um, Jason's favorite part of. Cruiswick pencil and pen in the paper mill, and then we're going to go back through and do uh, what Jeff likes about each of them. Then, well, I think well, Jeff kind of did the thing with the sheet metal. Was that your part, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, then that's pretty, that's pretty much absolutely. Let's yep. both let's both move you both over to. We'll just do one at a time then. So we'll do Jason and Jeff's favorite part of oh, yeah. Cruiswick pencil and pen next. Well, again, I love that we used another texture we use uh i believe it's called board and batten mm-hmm. um for the outside of that building um so it's a it's a completely different texture um and you know for all of the buildings i did custom signs using photoshop right. which uh, i just love doing that mm-hmm. but, um so I just loved that it had a different texture. To all three structures have very different material of what they're made of. Now, is that corrugated on top this time, or is that still the flat sheet metal? It's the uh, the sheet metal. Okay. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Same stuff. And, it look, and it's cool because uh, I'll let I'll let Jason explain it. Go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. Oh no. Uh, uh, you want to talk about the sheet metal or no, no, I just, you were saying about the, the, the board and batten, that's the lower section in the green, right? Yep. And then you have yep. the sheet metal, but then you have a third level of like a yep. clapboard. And I love that third uh-huh. level. I've seen, it's a larger, it's a larger siding. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a like, taller siding. Right. Yep. And it's, and it's, and that's, it's, that's a scribe siding. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's cool. You I love the book. I love that style 
I see a lot of buildings with a, a an extra addition to the top like that. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they look almost like an old, like it's bigger, but it looks like a big giant chicken coop they threw up on the top of the building. <laughs> uh, I see it a lot, you know, and it, it, I love, I love that design. It, it's super cool. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. You guys should be talking about this. Not oh me. no, that's, that's fine. <laughs> and I love the, um, we put three smokestacks on the other side of the building I see that. on the roof. Oh, okay. Oh, so you have six smokestacks with this. With the complex, you do. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Full complex. Yeah, with the, yeah. with the full yeah. complex, yeah. That's insane. Yep. That is so cool. And again, how do you, how do you do? Jason easily shows you on his videos how you make a very impressive detail part to the kit. Yeah. At virtually no cost, you know, we're using straws and masking mm-hmm. tape or painters tape. You know, right. to give you that effect, and it, it makes a nice job, and it helps keep the cost down. And sure. you know, again, these guys that do scratch building, this is no secret to them. But still, yeah, there's it's funny how a lot of guys, people haven't done that or anything. So yeah. But but then the other thing to remember, and this will kind of jump in where I'm, where, what I like about when when you do a multi-building complex, you know, you 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 want to add textures, but they all have you know, did were all those buildings built the same time? Did they open up that company? You know, if you had all three buildings in that company, you know, again, what was Wiley and Sons, you know, mill, was it all built at one time with all three buildings, or did they build the transportation building and then did the, did the pencil guy come in and add on later? You know, mm-hmm. so you, you gotta kinda keep the, the materials similar. Uh, mm-hmm. But different, so that you don't have the same three, same thing through three building kits there. So you get a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a variation in in the uh, finished product. That's that's something that I really enjoyed with with this part of the whole complex. That we were giving you three different kits that look like they all belong together. So yeah, and all- yeah, it's uniform, but it's not uniform. You know what I mean? Right. It's, yeah, it's uniform yeah. yep, because yep. in color mm-hmm. color scheme and everything to a degree. But it's got its own. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, each building's got its own uniqueness, and there's jut outs mm-hmm. on every one of these buildings that we're not talking about. There's like jut outs mm-hmm. that come out on each mm-hmm. building that are, look like add-ons as well. Yeah, and, and a uh, lot of times mm-hmm. old industry, um, you know, like Jeff was hinting at earlier, and I think we might have talked about with this with him and a few other guests on the show in the past. Uh, a lot of times, you would have a you would have a factory that had the original building built and 10, 15, whatever years down the road, they realize, hey, we need a, whatever, we need a shipping center or we got to add this room for some mm-hmm. machinery or a boiler or whatever they needed. Yeah. So you would add a yep. building to the mm-hmm. side of it and Raymond Transfer and the paper mill both have that. So, yep. mm-hmm. well, so does the Kruzik pencil and pen. It has a thing on the roof. You never know. That could have been an afterthought. Like, yeah. They mm-hmm. got to put a supervisor's office in somewhere, so they stuck it up top. They got to go upstairs mm-hmm. for the supervisor's office or something like that. So um, I do like to see. And what's cool about it is they're, uh, at least with um, Raymond Transfer and the pencil factory, pencil and pen factory, um, they are different textures. So they look like a completely separate or a, or an afterthought structure. The paper mill has its clapboard siding like the larger structure but still it's hanging off the side of it so it definitely looks like it was an add-on but very very neat 
So, Jason, what's your, what's your favorite thing. part, Jason? Whoa. What's that? What's your favorite part of the of the cruise with pencil, pencil and pen? Um, boy, um, I think the overall shape of it, the three smokestacks, yeah. the silhouette of the of the building, I think, just looks really nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think it would just fit on anyone's layout, uh, just by itself, even you know. Right. So, so I. There's so much I like about it, but I think the overall <laughs> shape of it. It's is like what asking. I really love. It's like asking but, to pick your favorite kid. Like, what's your favorite? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. When you're the create, yeah. when you create it and yeah. then build it, you know, and, and you, yeah, you got to be looking at it, going, mm, "Man, I, you know, I, I love every yeah. part of this. How, how can you not? You know." What about you, yeah. Jeff? Yeah. Oh well, I, I think I have to say my favorite part of it is the signage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just love the way I just love the way that billboard came out. Uh, and there's, there's enough signage on it to look really cool, and, and and not too much on it to look like it's got too many signs on it and everything. But right. it just it just fits. I just when I look the first thing that I notice on that one is the signage when, when I look at that building. That rooftop that's sign. What I see. Yes, I see that sign, and, and I just and and again. <laughs> Thank goodness that Jason loves doing science because I hate doing science. So <laughs> it, it, it could be a good marriage just because of the science. <laughs> uh, man, I love I love science too. So I feel you, Jason. I'm I'm like uh, I love yeah, getting in Photoshop yeah. and just making a custom sign. That's like it's so much fun. So uh, I'll tell you my favorite thing about it is with Jeff. I like the rooftop sign. That's it's just so cool. I love rooftop signs mm-hmm. as it is. Um, they're mm-hmm. just they just add a whole new. It's a technically it's like a a fourth story to the building because it's not a it's not mm-hmm. it's not a structure, but you're adding a whole other level of height to the building. It's a whole new dimension. So I love seeing that. Mm-hmm. But. Um, all right, let's move on. And I, already, and I already told you I like the the third floor yeah. building, the, the white building. I love cool. that portion of it. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Now let's final. Let's wrap up the favorite and features part of the kits with um, the paper mill, Wildland Sun paper mill. Um, and we thank you for naming. Yeah, that. you blew. First of all, let's take a step <laughs> back real quick. Um, we there, were like, there was a my jaw dropped. There was a message exchange whenever you first dropped the name and the picture of it between my dad and I. There was a message exchange that was like, "Holy shit! Did you just see what <laughs> Jeff just did?" And I was like, I, "I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about." I think I was out with my family somewhere. I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "Just go to Jeff's, go to go to CarolinaCraftsmanKits.com." He goes, "You have to see what he just did." So I went over. And I don't forget where we were, but I was like dumbfounded. My jaw hit the floor. My wife had to help me pick my jaw up off the floor. Uh, <laughs> I think I fired a message off to Jeff and Jason, both telling them about it. And it, for, first of all, all three buildings are incredible. And just to have us be a third of it was was really cool. So we do thank you for that. Yeah, that was cool. Well. We, you know, it was our, our pleasure to do it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And and again, I think naming these uh, these structures. Uh, I know that as I move forward, 
and Jason, I think, feels the same way with me, that we're going to name as many buildings as we can after our, our, our friends out there in the hobby. Fellow modelers. That are just so yeah. dedicated. Yeah. yeah, and all the modelers and all, because, again, we're, we're as much as anything, we're pushing the passion for the hobby, you know, and, and these guys put a lot, guys and gals put a lot of work into these kits. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, I know when Doug, Doug named the one after me, I just felt like, yeah, again, I just felt so good, and, and you know, so yeah, that, yeah. that's something I want to carry on as we as we do this because I just think there, there's a there's just a lot of effort that we all put into this yeah. thing to keep you know, it's, it's you know making the hobby more popular. Yeah. I think yeah. that was yeah. it yeah. for me. It was touching. It's, it was yeah. a yeah, and we yeah, it was really neat. And it's, it's, it's a, a weird feeling, and it's touching. Yeah. It's a small family. <laughs> um, we know our model railroading is huge, but. Yes. It's it's a lot. It's a niche within the hobby of the of these craftsmen builders, and and the people have such a passion for it that you get to meet and you know a lot of the names. You meet them and you see them at the same shows. You run into them. Yes. They're online. You see the same people over and over again, and it becomes you realize how close of a family it is. Even though one of us might be in California or Quebec or New Zealand or wherever, yeah. you know you, yep. you you realize wow, there's. It's a pretty cool little like community of builders, so it's cool to keep yeah, that. I think yeah, absolutely. I think what you're doing, yep. and by you doing that, and Doug doing that, and all of, um, a lot of the other, they all doing, they all do dedication kits like that, and it's cool yeah. to see it because yes, it. I think it keeps the the hobby kind of closer. So it, it is close, yeah. and I, like yep. you said, this niche that we have within it, the 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 group of. It's not a group. It's a it's a community. Yeah, it's a community. And it's a community of modelers, mm-hmm. and and not only done modelers. Yes, we're modelers, and we don't produce kits. Mm-hmm. We're never going to. We we love building them, and but also you know the modelers are no different, and no uh, everybody they're just as good of friends with the kit manufacturers and the people. Yeah. they're all. They're all like one circle, and they all know each other. There's, we went to that Timonium yeah, show, right? So and sat there building. Right. All day long, we got swamped with people coming up that we we've seen build on Facebook, yeah. and Instagram, and stuff like that. And they come up talking to us. I mean, I didn't get a chance to like they knew, to like they knew, like they were, like they were coming over for Thanksgiving dinner later. Like they knew us. Yeah. And it was it was really cool. Yeah. That's so cool. But yeah. the other thing, the other thing that's really neat, and this is my last thing I'll highlight with this before we get back into the kits is what <laughs> there's very. There's very few hobbies in this world, and this is I didn't really I don't think I've ever said this on the show or uh, I, I definitely haven't. You're not gonna cry. Right I might. Now, are you? I'm gonna cue the sappy the <laughs> oh, sappy God. music in the background. Anyways, um, there's very few hobbies where you can be as close as we are, and not just us as the show, but as close as any builder can be to the manufacturer that makes the thing they're buying. There's very yeah. few places, yeah. very few things you can get involved with where the brand that you're buying something from, you can go up and just chat with the guy that makes it, become friends with mm-hmm. him. He can send you an email with tips on how to do it, and that's so rare to find, you know. Yeah, I, well, I saw it at the show all the time. Well, um, you know, people coming up to Jeff or coming up to, um, you know, you're not all, gonna all the people around us. You're not gonna and, email. Uh, uh, you're not gonna email the guy that sells. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'll get flack for it from somebody, I'm sure. But the Revel model car kits and uh, 
get get a personal email back from the owner of that company on how to assemble the kit or whatever techniques. Well, if you have a question, yeah, yeah. but you're gonna you yeah. can walk up and to that's what I saw. but you can walk up to any of, anyone in this hobby and they'll they'll just talk to you for an hour about anything yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. All you guys do that. So, so it was a, yeah. a little bit sappy. Maybe, but it's true. I mean, you can't. Yeah. There's nowhere no, that's no. be that close. So, <laughs> we okay, got, let's get man. back to the. Kit. We got off on a rabbit trail there. Um, so, yeah. so explain, explain Wiley's uh, Wiley and Sons uh, paper mill for us, Jeff, um, um, Jason, or Jeff, whoever. Jason. Yeah, but go ahead, Jason. You, you jump in there first. Okay, I I want to back up for just a quick second and give a shout out to. Dave Cruiswick. Yeah. The pencil oh, yeah. factory is named after him. Yep. And I just wanted to mention mm-hmm. that quick. We didn't want to gla- we didn't no, want to gloss over already. that. Yeah, yeah, right. And and again, remember Dave does our instructions. He he is a master at helping us get the instructions for everybody. So we oh, appreciate great. all his efforts that he does on that too. Yeah. I just he's just yeah. a great guy for helping he's Dave, another the community. too. So he was also on our yeah, show. Absolutely. Yeah. He's yeah, another yeah. great community guy in this hobby. He really is. So Dave's yeah, really absolutely. good at posting. Absolutely. Dave's really good at like uh, well he's good at more than just four things. So I'm sorry Dave, you're going to you're going to get me for this one. Dave's really good at, at like four things really good though. He's good at posting a picture every single day of the Franklin South yeah, Manchester yeah. layout. He's good really good at writing like incredible at writing instructions. Uh he's good at also posting the uh uh coffee like coffee memes like if you uh if he doesn't get his cup of coffee don't talk to me kind of memes and then he's uh <laughs> with within our show community Dave's really big on Sculpey so Sculpey was uh Dave's Dave's little yeah. mascot that he he named for us so uh uh-huh. Dave's got his fingerprints all over the hobby I love it and he's a great well, builder on top of the yep. in top of instructions he's yeah. a great builder as well yeah he he's yeah, a, he's, he's an awesome builder great job yep Yep. So yep. thanks, Dave. Okay. Uh, Dave. Dave's kind of like a. <laughs> Dave's kind of like a, a, a. He has his fingerprints on a lot of things in the hobby, like instructions for a couple people, and and mm-hmm. that. And he doesn't mm-hmm. really get. He doesn't even. I don't think he wants the credit for it, but he just enjoys doing it. So he's got his right. fingerprints within the hobby, and he's kind of in the background. So that's a cool. Yeah. Uh, it was a cool yeah. little tribute to Dave. He's right. very Absolutely. humble. He really yeah. is. Absolutely. He's not even gonna like that we were just talking him up just now i'm sure he's gonna say guys you don't have to do that come on i'll have a text yep. from him about that before long you guys didn't have to say that yeah yeah anyways we love you dave <laughs> absolutely all right back on to the other one now so let's kind of talk about the paper mill okay uh my favorite thing about it is the little boiler house that's on the side of it that has three tall smokestacks mm-hmm. coming off of it. And uh, I just loved building that section of it. I just think it adds a lot to the overall the overall kit. But there's so many great things about that kit. There's the, uh, the sort of the porch on the front and the railings, and I put sheet metal behind... Uh, the railings on the front. There's a, a that's cool loading dock on the side that has sheet metal on the overhang. Uh, there's a whole section 
that jets out on the side a thin, I don't know, a little structure on the third story that hangs off the side. Um, oh, yeah. What would you call that? That's like, like a... I said, my... It's an odd structure. I don't know what... You know what's you know what I have a question about this real quick. What's there's okay. a loading door. There's like a dock door on that third story. I guess yep. you would have like a you could have like a a a, a, a yes. winch or a winch or a, a, a joist or a crane coming out of that. So that makes sense. Yeah. And I didn't put the overhang. You'll notice that if you lowered something out of that top door, it mm-hmm. would go straight down to the deck yeah it wouldn't hit the it wouldn't get hung up (laughs) you wouldn't land on top of the uh sheet metal overhang (laughs) yes see that's that's something that like your eye as a more of a designer would catch if i was scratch building that my dumb my dummy me would bring that overhang all the way to the dock and not notice that and then i would text it'd be like it'd be like 12 30 at night i would text my dad this picture of this awesome thing and he'd go yeah that's really cool and all but look at that overhang is going to block the door above it (laughs) and then i'd be pissed off i'd be pissed off down there at one in the morning removing it (laughs) been there done that oh yeah some i like that i like that well and there's a cupola there's a little cupola cupola on the very top and then yeah a tinier one even on top of that Um, i think it just adds a neat detail I like the tiny nice. little cupola. That's really like, I just, it's a neat, it's a neat, like, um, kind of like I said with the sign on the top of the roof, it adds a whole new dimension to, than just having a single ridge running down the roof. And then the front porch roof has, looks like a fish scale paper, a fish scale, yeah. um, roofing paper. Oh, I love that look yep. too. That is cool. It's a different type mm-hmm. of roofing than the other ones are. And that's, yeah, it's neat. Wow! Oh, the, the oh the the whole building does. Yeah, the yeah, whole building has that diamond shingle. Yeah, diamond, diamond, yeah, that's yeah. a diamond shingle effect. Yes, diamond. Okay, shingle. diamond. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, now, Jeff, in the boiler house. Okay, has sorry. Go ahead. Paper. You go. Sorry. <laughs> no, you go, Jeff. You, you're. It's your show, baby. And we're talking too much. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just saying that the boiler house on the side has a tar paper roof, and. So you've got sort of three different roofs. You have the the diamond shingles, you have tar paper, and then you have the sheet metal. So it's a nice variety. Mm-hmm. Is the cupola, yeah. is the top of the cupola, the, the small cupola, does that also have the diamond shingle, the very top of the small one? Uh, it should. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. should. I, but I painted it I solid it gray because, uh, yeah, uh, if you're doing, if you're building it at home, uh, there's enough material to put diamond shingles okay. on there, I believe. Um, but I painted mine a solid gray because I I should have done that first before I assembled it. And that's a whole other topic that we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't have any instructions. Oh, so yeah. I would yeah. do something like that tiny cupola, glue it all together, and like, darn, I should have put the <sighs> shingles on it first before <laughs> Now, yeah. so yeah. that happened. That happened many times during. The- <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's even more interesting to think about. So, uh, you built the all, the entire complex uh, sans instructions. You had no instructions. Yeah, no, and 
Now, yeah, at, he, he had no instruction. Now, at the same time, was your instruction writer, who we talked about earlier, was he also building it co- like c- congruent to when you were, no. like at the same time? Okay. No. Yeah, how the hell does he do that? <laughs> this is how well, Dave. Dave yeah. Dave was basing the instructions off of, he was building. He would get a kit sent to him or okay. pieces sent to him that he could build. But he was basing it all off of my videos. That's I mean, amazing. He was watching the videos <laughs> and then writing the instructions. So, so he's watching your YouTubes and then doing instructions while you're building it without instructions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's he the coolest. pictures. It, when, you see, when you see the instructions, he pulled pictures off of Jason's YouTubes to use for in the instructions. And, and again, let's go yeah. back to what we talked about originally. Jason and I said, we got to get this done before Springfield. Yeah. And only one guy left us down on that. And that's been me with the amount. Of <laughs> I need. So I'm ashamed, but, uh, you know, but yeah, Dave knew that he was under the gun and, and my Lord, when I'd send him the test kit or whatever, uh, in, in fact, he and Jason don't even have the, uh, a test kit because I needed them to fill orders and have ready to take to Springfield. So they didn't get their final kit on the thing for uh, Wiley's, you know, the big building. So, yeah. yeah. I love how that went, how, how that all came together. That's, that's awesome. That's like, you, what, it's like a frantic rush, but then it turned out so well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, being an artist, I always, work on deadlines uh-huh. i always work on deadlines and so i work really well under pressure so you're uh, better if you're under the gun like, like all right we got to get this done now yeah yep yep now, it's now so I, easy working with jeff so <laughs> well it's vice versa i tell you jason was you know there there was no lost time and you know if uh if you had a question you know, we were back and forth to each other within minutes of every question and everything. We we didn't wait a day to yeah. get an answer. Well, you didn't have time, yeah. It was yep. in, no, but it was within minutes that he called me or vice versa. It was just yeah. it just worked. It yep. worked very. And it's a good thing we don't live an hour and a half or two hours away from each other. We probably <laughs> never share a family. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Now, what kit we gonna do now, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. on this on this uh, Wiley paper mill, Wiley and Son paper mill. No, uh-huh. I, it's a question that's been uh, since I've seen it. I know that Jason uh, did drew it out and all, but the front part of the store. Uh-huh. Now the front part looks like a general store with a porch oh, and a, built there into a go. mill. Built into a mill, and, uh, <laughs> and I couldn't help but notice that. Yeah. And I'm like, did he tell him to build the front part of that as a general store and to build into the into the front of the mill? But I love the concept because you have those glass pane windows in the front, and it would look like mm-hmm. it would be like a company store of some kind in the front portion, or you make it an office or whatever. But like uh, like mm-hmm. a company store where you could buy paper and pencil products and things like that. Yeah. In the store, I don't know. Just I love, I love the look. That, that was basically the thought, you know, because I actually, Jason actually had another edition. If you look at the picture that he did originally, 
we had an addition there, and I said, ooh, we're getting the cost up. we got to do something to try to keep that cost down because I didn't want to start charging 265 for that part of the kit. Right. Thing. right. So I said, we've got to keep that down. So that's why we basically did the storefront look there. And, of course, you know, I catch a lot of heat because if it ain't a mill, if it ain't a general storefront or a cupola, you know, Jeff can't do it. We tease you because we love you, man. That's why. This is a great day. I think it looks awesome. I really do. No, but, but I mean, a lot of a lot of factories would have had, like, a – a factory store or you know it wouldn't yeah. be uncommon to have a, a storefront or a uh a more of a public facing side of a of an old factory mm-hmm. right. yeah absolutely yep. yeah yep yep yeah yeah like jeff said the main goal was to keep the price low for people so and that's and a, you did that's another thing that's unique with this is um and it kind of goes along with the pricing but so a lot of a lot of the monster builds that you see, um, there's a lot of big builds. Every every guy has one. Everyone that makes them does a big build at some point. But I think where you guys hit a unique thing with it is the price is affordable, and it's a big build for people that have a smaller layout. And or a not as a, a not a deep layout, you know what I mean. So if you just have a switching layout, mm-hmm. you can put because of a background kit. I've never seen a large build like that with a background kit. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've incorporated a background kit, which is awesome for someone like uh, you know Jeff. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Doug is doing the switching layout on a shelf, or so if someone has mm-hmm. just a thin a, a thinner switching layout. Well, you can incorporate that, something like this into a switching layout, or yeah. or not as deep of a layout because it's a monster. It's a monster kit. It's a it's still a big build, and a lot of those big builds don't really cater to the people that have a shallow layout. So this mm-hmm. this goes perfect with that. Yeah, and again, you can you could buy all three and build them separately right. and put them in three different spots on your layout. You right. don't even have to put them together. So now, there's so many yep. different ways to do it. So I want to go back real quick just for a second on the switching layout or, or shallow layout idea. If someone has a shallow layout, if they buy the complex, I notice the Kruswick pencil and pen, there's a track in front of the loading area or the loading dock, uh-huh. and then there's a rail car. In the complex, it looks like Cruisewick is butt up against the backside of Wiley and Son. Yes. Now, a parking lot for the complex. Mm-hmm. And then, if you just buy Cruisewick, you could you could still put a parking lot in front of it, or you could put a track in front. Well, of that's it what I was wondering. If you it. bought the complex and you offset Wiley's a few inches forward. And still had it part of the complex, but you had a break between the buildings. You could run that track if you had a switching layout, and 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 Ooh, yeah. and your you know you could you could oh, bring yeah. it you could bring it forward a few inches if you're conscious as far as yeah. like I don't have much room and I can this kit takes up almost the whole depth of my my shallow layout. Oh, yeah. You could run a track a switch up into the middle between those two buildings and just offset the buildings a little bit. That would be really cool. 
Sure. Yes. And and you could also take Wiley's, you know, it, it's deeper than it is wide. Uh-huh. You could actually take and turn it where the loading dock that's now where the track is on the pictures, you could put that loading dock on the same track that's hitting the dock on Cruiseway. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then all of a yeah. sudden, That'd be really cool. All of a sudden, you've got two docks. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's another kit, Jason. I'm just—I was just thinking. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, there you go. Look at that. I'm making work for you guys. No, I was just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, since you have a background kit, a lot of a lot of people that are buying background kits might not have as deep of a layout. So I was trying to think of a way to configure this complex mm-hmm. in a way where someone maybe that has a shelf layout could still make a really cool thing and fit this all in, and that—that's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you could you do could exactly do the that. Same would, with, that would make a different look. Uh, Raymond transfer it could also be turned sideways. Yeah. So it then becomes mm-hmm. a, a long, thin diorama, mm-hmm. you know, or like you said, for a shelf layout, it could be very long and thin. Yeah. So I love it. Now, so now that diorama probably is only eight inches deep or so. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just for someone yeah. that's someone that's kind of you know uh, limited with space, might be able to do something like that. That'd be perfect. But um, now I do have a question on the diorama. We've mentioned the diorama or the parking area or like the scene that goes around it. We've mentioned it a couple times. Is do the instructions? And I know Jason's YouTube videos show it too. But do the instructions refer to methods on creating um, some of the? parking lot area or I know we can always refer to Jason's videos as well. Do they mention checking out the videos to see how this is done? Uh, they, I'm they sure mentioned they mentioned video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It says referred to my video. So. Okay, perfect. And if you are listening, I'm sure Jason has done the video on the concrete or whatever you need to do. So to get it to be the way it looks in the photo, um, you can follow along with any of his tutorial videos because they're all amazing. So uh, there's no reason you can't almost replicate what's being done on here if you just break it down into micro steps off of Jason's videos. Right, that's Jason Jensen yep. trains yep. Uh, on YouTube. You know what, Jason? The awesome yeah. thing about doing these on YouTube is, and I, with my few our few YouTube videos that we've done and then the m- massive library that you have, What's really cool about doing them on YouTube is it allows somebody who sees a photo of a kit, like any of the three that we talked about tonight or any of, them, any of the ones that they see anywhere, it allows the people to see a photo and go, who might, who, who might see something and say, oh man, I could never build that, ever. Look at how detailed that is. I could never do that. It allows someone to stumble upon one of our YouTube videos and go, Wow, that doesn't look that hard. If you break it down in the micro steps, yep. and I'm sure that's kind of your goal too. If you break these things down in yeah. the little micro steps, you see that wow, mm-hmm. that rust effect isn't that hard. It's just a lot of layers. So if I'm okay with mm-hmm. just breaking it into little tiny steps, I can re- I can replicate that and I can build this and make it yep. look awesome. So um, I I like that you've teamed up with this on. With, with Jeff and, and Carolina Craftsman Kits on this kind of a build because it allows people who have now followed you for such a long time to see, okay, now he's got a kit and I just watched him build the exact thing and I can get it now. So um, I just like that whole meshing of uh, awesome kits and awesome explanations all in one thing now. So it's 
It's uh, it's really cool. I agree. I completely agree because I myself years ago would buy a kit and just see the one picture on the front of the box yeah. and be like, "Oh, I want to make it look just like that. I want to make it look as cool as that." But had no idea how to do it. Right. And so uh, you know, when I'm making those videos, it's like I'm kind of making them how I would want to see it. I'm making it for myself, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's just great. I'm, and I'm thrilled at the response that I've gotten from it. Uh, people really seem to enjoy them. And so. what's even better about it is they can take it. a technique from, say they liked a, a certain technique you did on a video last year, but they liked the kit. You know, now they can up, they can apply things they've learned on online from you, um, from your tutorials on a kit that you know they can they can apply different techniques now that they know and they see how easy they are to do. They can apply it so it doesn't look mm-hmm. just like the photo. They can do their own thing and just still do a, have an yeah. awesome effect after it's over, but it doesn't look anything like the photo, which is the other fun of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish you would oh, put the damn videos out. I wish you put the videos out. <laughs> In the evening, so I'm not sitting at my desk. <laughs> work at a job. I'm just saying. Um, Todd's employer, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. They, they know I don't do that. But no, I mean, I, I think it's a cool meshing that, that you've now um, been able to do between – and you've done a few other kits from, from other people in the past. It's just a neat thing to see come together because uh, every time you do that and you – you pump out an awesome kit uh, and Jeff pumps out an awesome kit too. It's, it's just such a neat, um, it's a neat thing to see that anyone can pick these up and do them. So that's, that's what's awesome about it. I just, I just had to now, say, Jeff, I, I just had to give Jason a little, uh, Jason's Jeff. videos, a little, a uh, little bump there. Hey Jeff, uh, <laughs> the, the, the windows and doors, uh, are they, are they laser cut or are they, or are they titchy or is it a mix? What are we working with? A mix? They're 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 mostly titchy, uh, okay. but most of the freight doors on Wiley is laser cut. Okay. Uh, okay. So oh, cool. Because they look. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. I said, go ahead. No, I was just the the, the freight doors are what I was, uh, are are what I thought were actually laser cut. So yeah, mm-hmm. they looked unfamiliar mm-hmm. and titchy. So. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt him. Jeff was going to say no, something. No, no, no. I, don't, I, I think I was just going to say that about the the freight doors. Was it? Oh, okay. So we're good. Yeah. So, Jeff, I have one question to ask you, and this has nothing to do with Jason or any of these three builds, and I just have to ask it because I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> the the vintage Henry Theater. <laughs> I'm gonna put you on the okay. spot. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you All ever right. do you ever uh have plans to release a full depth version of that? Uh yes. It's, Ooh. it's funny that that's actually that's one that's kinda of on my that was one of my hit lists. That's you know, my my wife and I dated there in the day. Oh man. In, <laughs> the turn of the century. Because that is that's an actual building in Hagerstown. Yeah, yo, I know, I know, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, yeah, and and again the uh, 
there's there's three of them I've done. I, I haven't really released it yet. The Pioneer Hook and Ladder uh-huh. is done as a background. Wait, is that a fire uh, company? Did the Majestic. Uh, yeah, that was a fire company. On, Dad? Uh, on uh, Frederick Street. Yep. So, and, and again, I'm, I'm doing these basically for, you know, between Wilmington, you know, buildings from Wilmington, North Carolina City, downtown, and, and Hagerstown is what most of the city on my layout is going to be from. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing these backgrounds of this. But, but yeah, you know, and again, you know, if if, if I don't get to it, when you, you say, if, if you're saying you'd like to get a full building of that, if I don't get to it for long, send me a note so I can add it to the list. Uh, well, if you're, I can tell you right now, if you're doing a firehouse, we're in. Put us down for it right now yeah. on the show. Firehouse. I see less and yep, less. The, I see less and less of of uh, of just layout getting done in the future. <laughs> yeah, this is, I, I think I'm gonna tear it up. I think I'm done. I'm not gonna worry with it anymore. Honestly, though, for real. Oh, no, you just done. You just did no. all that work on that layout. No, I, I still spend uh, Wednesdays. I still don't even turn the laser on on Wednesdays unless it was. You know, during what Jason and I just did, I yeah. I, I didn't do my day off, but but uh, e- even with what we were doing there, I tried to spend a lot of time on Wednesday working on the layout. Good, so, that's good. You know, good. So, yeah, we're we're still we're still on it. So he uh, was yeah, threatening us there but, for a uh, second about tearing yeah, it down. Man, I was like, oh, no, yeah, but, man, but 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 great. But in all honesty, Jeff, if if you are doing a firehouse, uh, put my dad and I down for a kid. Or like, we'll, we're we okay. need a firehouse. We've been talking about it on the show forever. So. If, well, I don't care if it's not if, it, I'm doing, if so. it's not until October, whatever. Just put us down for a firehouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and you all, but remember too with the, with the amount of things on the drawing board. Right. You know, I actually have Steve Milley from uh, Rail Scale Models helping mm-hmm. me an awful lot with uh, with cutting. You He's know, a I good guy. Keep up with the cutting we're doing. You know, and Steve does a lot of my cutting. He does a lot of my drawings when I can't get called up. And uh, you know, but now he's getting very busy with he's, everything too. So he's been do- he's uh, been you know, the, he's been the, moving. The news is we all work. He's been moving and shaking right lately too, uh, as far as some new stuff coming. So Steve's got his own. Steve's yeah. got a lot of stickers, a lot of uh, irons in the fire as well. So yes, yes, yes. So uh, and and you know, so but yes, we uh, that's how. Again, I think I've told you before. My love is designing and working on the right. kit and getting it you know put out. And then I turn it over to Steve for most of the production cutting and everything. Right. Uh, and I move on to the next one. So that's kind of where I'm at. Plus, you know, right now I've got a tremendous amount of buildings I want for all my layout because the entire layout is going to be <laughs> nothing but uh, my, my kits and everything. Right. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but, but yeah, we we got a lot of stuff going on. It's, you guys both sound busy, so uh, I don't envy you. Yeah. But I do envy you in a way because it's got to be still fun. But Oh yeah. Um, I want to switch it real quick over back over to Jason. I was just thinking about this while we were talking and looking at these photos. What and it might be in the instructions. What color did you use for the bluish teal um, weathered look on all three buildings? Boy, and so many people ask that. Ah, in, in the videos, I, I I mixed it. Okay. I, I couldn't find a color that I was completely happy with. And it's actually, it's probably only three colors. Uh, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but if you go back and watch <laughs> oh, well, the videos. 
they're in there. I know, right? <laughs> they're in there. They yep, ain't got they secrets. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. No, you know what? I did yeah. the same thing. I just did the same thing recently, Jason. I'm doing that terminal build, and uh, I mixed like four colors to make a, an off white that I really liked. Because um, none of my colors I had, I was I I I didn't like them as them by themselves. Well, then what happened was I, um, all the walls dried, everything was dry, and I found one wall piece the next day that I didn't paint that goes with that same section of wall colors, and I was like, <laughs> "Son of a bitch!" Now I don't remember what I mixed or or the quantities <laughs> that I did, and, you know. And you can't ever mix it a hundred percent the second time. Yeah. Unless you have like some yeah. scientific equation with measurements, but I don't work that way. You're probably the same as me. I just put some yeah. drops in a drops in a dish and mix it up, yeah. and I'm good. And uh, I I got it close. No one will ever see it from the naked eye, but I'll know. I'll always know it's different. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like it's one of those things. It's it's hard to replicate a second time. Well, what's funny is that originally my thought was I would do everything. A reddish brown in white. Okay. That's what I was going to originally do. Um, and then for some reason, I thought, well, I don't know. That just might look too dull. Or you know, not enough punch. So I thought, well, yeah. I'll try to mix up some type of teal color and put that on it. So, But it would be neat to see someone build it, build any of them using different colors. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I, uh, I I think every one of our every one of us that's sitting here on this show right now loves to see when when people build things different than they are than the instructions yeah. or the photo show. So that's probably the mm-hmm. that's probably the most exciting part of it, especially for Jeff and for Jason. Now that you've had your hands in a few kits, it's probably the most exciting part about it is when you release something. You know, and you guys have both, these are your babies. These are both your, all three of these are your babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably cool right. to see someone get it and, and then they build it. Nothing like you ever expected, but it still looks amazing. You know, mm-hmm. like they, they post photos mm-hmm. of their weather and they're in the model or form or they're on Facebook and you, and you see it and you go, wow, I would have never thought to do that. That's amazing. Yes. You know, everyone's, yep. everyone's brain yeah. sees it differently. Mm-hmm. I love to see people be creative with kids. Yeah, I get so excited about that. Um, and, and I love this, too and- when when you see a modeler and like we beforehand we were talking about uh, Frank Varga. Oh, yeah. when you see a picture, you know right away that's Frank's work. Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. so original and mm-hmm. it just. You know it's his work. And Imagine what he would do I, with this. I love that. Oh my word! Oh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. so many parts. He would. Oh, he'd go nuts. Yeah. Hey, Frank, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, we know he's listening. I know, there's, know a, you're listening. there's a really cool kit you should probably buy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's three buildings, large buildings here. You can slam together and make it into some. Uh, Three crazy thing. Frank will get six of them and and do all six oh, in yeah. one big building. It'll be eighteen <laughs> stories high. Yeah. <laughs> no, but 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 no, but I know what you mean, yeah. Jason. Like when you see Frank's stuff without even seeing his name on it, 
you immediately say, oh, yep. that's him. Or, you know, you see um, mm-hmm. Ken. Is it Ken um, Hamilton? You ever, seen, you ever follow mm-hmm. Ken on there on Facebook? Ken oh, Anderson? Yeah, yeah. Ken yep. Anderson. Ken Anderson. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Ken Anderson. Uh, yeah. You see his work, mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. immediately you go, well, that's Ken's. And, uh, yep. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just... Same deal. Everyone... Jason's nicely. Oh, my gosh. There's Jason. There's, there's, Jason. there's another Jason right build. And I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone right. does that with... Yeah. with yep. Anyone that's posting regularly, I'm sure you can immediately recognize that style. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the color scheme mm-hmm. you did on this. The color scheme you did is great, and I don't entirely agree with Brett on that. I think I do agree. I, I do agree that I like to see people change it up, and I some from time to time I like to change it up. But I don't always change up the color scheme. No, you're boring. My is sometimes that's not true. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> I'm kidding. The, He's my dad. I, I can make I fun of him. Kid, He's my dad. Manufacturer <laughs> puts this out on his site. Okay, and and what is it that catches my eye? The, the whole teal looking like it does. It looks amazing to me. Yeah. The but blue catches my sometimes, eye. Sometimes, well, sometimes I I mm-hmm. look at a kit and say, you know what, I, I I like that kit, and the reason I like that kit is because I think it's going to fit somewhere on my layout the way it looks right now, color everything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'll build yep. it exactly like that. Okay. And other times, uh, there's other times that I will. I'll 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 if I'm feeling overly creative, I'll I'll get crazy with it a little bit. Okay, but yeah, um, it, it, but so I think I think it's a, a little bit of everything. Or you can you can do yeah, that. There's or nothing not wrong with that. You, oh. I mean, that's what people buy a kit based on the picture. That's so, what sells yeah, it. Some people want to yeah. make it look just like the picture, and that's right. That's I mean, awesome. honestly, you know, and that's we're not going to lie here. That's another reason why you know. Why Jason builds it and has it photographed and done the way he does is because you know the picture sells the kit. So when you're looking mm-hmm. at yep. when you're looking at the amazing work of you know Jason or uh, any of these other manufacturers that have people build their kits or they build them on their own. Uh, a lot of the main, some of the manufacturers are just really good on their own. You know, at, mm-hmm. at, anytime you see a kit photographed, it's been built professionally by no matter who did it, and. Mm-hmm. The reason for that is because you know that that'll sell the kit, and yep. people mm-hmm. want to. People want to. Uh, how do I want to word it? They they're impressed sure by. Find a way. What's that? I'm sure you'll find a way. They're impressed by it, but they. <laughs> the, but they. The way that they. Um, how do I, I? I can't find the. I can't figure out what I want to say for it. But like, <laughs> the draw of the kit is the. And the draw of the building is the way that it's presented, and they want to emulate right. that. They want to emulate yep. that in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So there it's kind of yep, there it's, you go. it's kind of an, an yep. honor. It's an yeah. See, every now and then, my brain makes a big word, and I can use it right. And that, and that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, that's exactly right. Sometimes I see the kit, and I go, you know what? I want it like that. I yeah, because uh, you're Jeff like you that. like because you love it that way. Right, I built the Western Carolina, uh, Western uh, Maryland uh, train station. I bought from Jeff, and I and I built it because I loved it. We were at the show, saw it there, and I was like, "Oh, you I fell in love that. with it the instant your eyes set or set on it." We had to go back into the building. <laughs> I had to get it before Jeff packed it up and left early. And um, <laughs> I, I had to, I had the uh, I had to grab it from him. He was already packing stuff away, and it was at the end of the show. And I, I grabbed it mm-hmm. and uh, went with it and. And, and I started working that thing, and I originally 
loved the way it looked, and that's why I wanted to go that same way, and I did. But I decided I was going to change something. I thought, well, let's make something different. So I decided I was going to give it a green roof. Now, did you ever see train stations on like post- old postcards and stuff that had the green roofs? Mm-hmm. And oh, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to try that. So I, I made this green color. I looked at some photos that I found online of, of the green roofs on, on – um, on on the on the train stations, I was like, and I kept the the other color to the structure itself the way you had it, and I put this green roof on, and I was I looked at it, and it it looked like garbage, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, and what did I do? I ruined it. I'm not upset because I ruined it, and I, all I did was paint. The I roof. think you, you sent know, me a like picture. I'm pretty sure yeah. you, that was one of those ones you sent me a picture of, and you didn't ask me. You didn't point out the green roof but i i remember replying like oh is that the roof you put on there like like immediately right right and and so i i I, so as soon as you reply back i was like it's got to go back i was like i was like i don't want to be i don't want to be rude because i know you work really hard on that roof but like that that roof isn't nice and then like you replied like within like 10 seconds later you were like it's already off i already ripped it off immediately (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i did it up it turned out the model turned out awesome but but like i said it's we're getting away from uh, from what we're talking about here, but no, but it, yeah. but it but it goes back to the original thing is is uh, right. you know mm-hmm. you can build it the way you see it or you can build it uh, right on your own. So no, now, well, real quick, too, talking okay, about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, photographing it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had three models. They all had to be photographed. I mean, the time it takes to set up lighting and your yeah. camera, and you, <laughs> you're you're taking hundreds of photos to get the best angle. Uh, but then you want you want the back, the front, the side. Uh, you know, you want all different <laughs> angles for the website. You want photos for Instagram, for Facebook. You want photos for on the YouTube video. Uh, uh, the hours that go into photographing each model um it, it was just incredible uh, the whole thing's kind of a blur and, and, now but <laughs> and you also need a photo for the label we got to do the label you know yes so yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. so uh, now yeah. on the stone foundation on why on the wiley and sons uh paper mill what is yeah. um what is that is that the Stuff I love that stuff. By the way, the Foggy Mountain model paper. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's, that's okay. stuff for Mark. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's no better. That's there's awesome. no, so easy to work. There's with. no better tux- textured paper yeah, than I that. Love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's and the, you know, like you, you guys have done it with some some uh, podcasts with the uh, foundations. You know, for you got to put foundations on most of these buildings. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad yeah. to see us all. You know, getting into the foundation end of these buildings where they work and all. So, a lot yeah, of people yeah, are. Yeah. A lot of people. I mean, I'm not going to say that it was because it was brought up on our show, but I see a lot of people putting foundations on now, and uh, yep. it, yep. it makes yep. the build. You know what's yep. cool? There's two things that are cool about it. It makes the building a little bit taller, which is awesome, and mm-hmm. 
it the obvious thing is it makes it look a little bit more realistic because even if it's just a thin right. just a just a very slight you don't have to put a giant tall foundation on it but even if it's just a really slight you know quarter inch high or smaller foundation around the edge it just makes it look a little bit more realistic just that little edge that little bit more realistic so yeah i agree yeah and, and i think it too it, it and adds more it looks like it's heavy. It adds weight. Yes, to it. it it yeah. It adds a little bit of like girth, like uh, like just some size yeah. to that building. Like that that thing looks like it's the scenery. You know what it is? It, the scenery grows around it. Like yeah, the mm-hmm. it makes it yeah. look like the scenery mm-hmm. is popping up outside of the stone foundation, and it's not just like a building like doink just stuck down on the grass. That's that's the main thing yep. of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, the, on the complex, we, we mixed it up there, too, again, trying to have a little bit of everything. On the Wiley building, it's got a pretty big foundation. Mm-hmm. On the Cruise Week pen, it's got a very little foundation. And then there's really no visible foundation on the Raymond transfer because that's, you know, a truck would pull in and out of there. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of sure. how we mix that up for different looks and everything. So, yeah. yeah. And, and like I say, in that paper that – uh that used for the foundation is so is so user friendly to work with yeah. to, mm-hmm. to create the foundation mm-hmm. because you can you can put it on corners and get it to mesh up and uh, you mm-hmm. know and you'll never see seams on it if you do it right. Um, I did a video. Uh, I did a uh, Facebook live show one night and did the foundation on there, and you could not see the seams when I zoomed in mm-hmm. with the with the camera and so it's real easy to work with that and it's got that texture to it so it's there's really not mm-hmm. a lot you have to do weathering what you could weather it up a little bit but you don't have to it will still look awesome yeah. and that's a quick pump yeah. out to yeah, foggy absolutely. mountain models that's we're going to do a yes. quick shout out to foggy mm-hmm. mountain models on that because and and it's included in this kit so if you are if you are looking for some of that uh texture paper in addition to what you get in the kits um you can get sheets of it at foggy mountain models he has a, i mean We've we've had him on the show, and uh, that that's just awesome stuff to work with. So, and Jason's worked with it. Jeff's worked with mm-hmm. it. We both work with it. Um, it's definitely yep. good stuff. So, yeah, highly recommend mm-hmm. it. And and you know what else you can use that for? And this is getting off the uh, the structure thing, but or the structure topic. But you can use it also for scenery um, on like little retaining oh, wall yeah. like some retaining walls if you're doing scenery right. mm-hmm. um you can really you can cut it into s- sections to fit into uh like city side retaining walls or or large stone walls he's has some patterns that are a little larger for stone like larger stone walls um you can use it for a lot of Just different stuff by O scale by yeah O scale too yeah. Mm-hmm. yep but yeah anyways i just wanted and, to throw that out there and i'm actually working I say I'm actually working on a kit that's going to be the it's going to be a stone uh, building that's going to be made just from that, uh, oh, that wow. product for the for the surface of it. Ah, yeah. okay. So work on yeah, yep. So that's that's coming too. That's so. awesome. And they're using that paper because I'm like you. I love that paper. Yep. I mean, oh, it's great. It's a, it's amazing stuff. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, let's actually. We have reader questions. We do. We have a few oh, questions okay. from our listeners. So let's jump into them. Let me bring them up. Uh, these are our questions from our patrons. So, as always, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash HO Scale Customs. 
or hoscalecustoms.com forward slash support to get your questions in for us or our guests. For, these are specifically for you two guys. Yes. We asked them so, last night. Oh, uh, we're actually to, not. To some questions. My dad and I are actually not going to um, ask or answer any of these. These will be specifically for your for you guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and this is this one's actually from our good buddy <laughs> Dave Cruzwick. First one's from Dave Cruzwick. <laughs> so, Dave, this is for both of you. I'll, I'll let Jeff hit it first, and then um, we'll have um, Jason follow up with it on the first question. In a hobby full of, quote-unquote, lone wolves, how unusual is it to find such a good collaboration between manufacturers and um, a builder like Jason? Well, I, I guess you, when you say lone when you say lone wolf on this, Dave, I think it's a little unique with our industry because, uh, again, you, you we we got a pretty. I think there's a pretty good uh, uh, relationship that most of the guys like. If I if I ask somebody to build a, a display model for me, uh, you know, I can they'll they'll pretty well build it. You know, just about yeah. anybody I ask. You know, uh, so I, I almost think that uh, it's it's. It maybe is not as as a lone wolf situation as we we sometimes think it is because uh, again I've I've had people help me with things and when we're backed up I've helped other manufacturers and stuff too yeah. so uh, you know again I I think I think it's just such a good group that if you need help or if you want to work together I think all you got to do is ask and and somebody's there to help you or vice versa you know no different than no different than any time I ask you Dave about anything you're right there to help me. So, what about you, Jason? Um, I, I feel the same. Um, I just that's Jeff a I cop work... out. No, <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> no, let him go. Let him go, Dad. <laughs> we, we, uh, we worked so well together, and I think that uh, I think the biggest thing is that he's bringing architecture from the east. And I'm trying to incorporate architecture maybe from the West. Uh-huh. I'm trying to, mm-hmm. uh, I think a lot of his kits are, uh, they look like they would be structures that are oh, East somewhere. And mm-hmm. I'm Absolutely. trying to kind of widen that and make it fit in any, mm-hmm. any area in the U S you know, making it, making it generic enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, generic USA yeah. is kind of the the goal, where mm-hmm. it's not next. It's not a regional looking thing, and and I'll and I'll kind of just mm-hmm. throw my two cents in on that. I think uh, both we, of you we said, said it. We weren't going to. I know, but but Jeff hit it really well. I just say, and it's going to be ten <laughs> seconds. It would have been over by now, but you had to throw that little comment okay. in. It's a cool community. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool community where uh, you know everyone steps in to help each other. So that's. That's a neat thing about it. All right. And Jason, you know I'm yeah. teasing you, man, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, totally. Right, okay. <laughs> totally. Right. Listen to how listen to how we treat each other. There's no there's no no hard feelings. Yeah. My right. dad and I my dad and I rag on each other every 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 episode. But uh ahead, All right. Next one is from Scott Horgan. What are your thoughts for your next big kit? So can you give us a little teaser 
um, for what you guys are working on. Uh, and it, maybe Jason doesn't have one from Jeff, but uh, you know, if there's any little teasers of what you guys are working on next. Well, Jason, yeah. you, you go ahead and tell them what you're working on next. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Trying, you know, we don't want you to give it, away so, you know, top secret. Yeah, don't give away anything you don't want to, by the way. Oh, no. No. Um, it's, it's I'm early, it's not done yet. <laughs> it's in the very early <laughs> stages, but uh, the next kit will be another large one. And uh, it'll be for waterfront. I mean, there'll be okay. you know, docks, piers. Uh, it'll be a waterfront. Let's leave it at that. That's that. That's just enough okay. to get everyone excited. But we won't. We don't like. We don't want to. We don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet. Tease. Tease. We're gonna leave it at that. And you got us mm-hmm. at waterfront. So there we go. Okay. We I, love waterfronts. But I like it. I like it. Yeah. Mm. Um. Next one is from Scott. Scott Perry. Is there? Is there not a market for, and this might be more for Jeff um, on the kit manufacturer side, is there not a market for O-scale models? It seems we must be in a smaller market than we think as far as O-scale. Any plans to make ON30 stuff? Um, just a question on that. Well, I can probably answer Scott real quick with that one. Uh, does Scott know that we do quite a few O and ON30 kits? And you know maybe maybe that you know the we we do quite a few, but I'm quite honestly I'm not very happy with how many we sell. Okay, uh, I have several o, I have several O scale customers that I'll keep doing kits for, but I'd sure like to see you know some more business out of it. You know, I actually just sent Jason an O scale kit. Oh wow! And, okay, you know, so you know, yep. you know, so. Yep. We want to see what he does with it, and you know I haven't given up on the O scale gang, but I I don't sell enough you know O scale kits to say ooh let's stop designing the next HO one to do an O scale. Now I'm going to put a lot of effort in it because I'm headed off to you, you guys all know Al Judy and Kevin McCumber. Well, you know they're doing a big show in Harrisburg here yep. in the, in the uh, summer, and I. I plan to be there to put forth a great effort. So, uh, Scott, tell all your buddies to you know to make sure they check the website and, and buy O scale kits. Yeah, but uh, I, I, probably O scale kits is less than one percent of everything we do. So, wow! And, and we do so many of our kits. If we do it in HO, we do it in O scale. So you know, so so many of them are just a repeat of the o, of the HO version, just a different scale. Uh, but but again. Uh, yeah, less than one percent. Again, yeah, I, I got to sell more of those kits to you know to keep moving away from the HO with that. But right. I, I for one love building an HO kit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love building an O scale kit because these old hands can't and eyes don't see like they used to. It's so so. It's kind of like a instead of supply and demand, it's more of a demand and supply issue. So if if there was more of a demand, exactly. there'd be a larger supply. Yes. Okay. I, I don't think I've shipped out an O scale kit in the last month. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. That's yeah. your that's yeah. your answer yeah. on that. So, yeah. so yeah. Now, real quick on Jason uh, O scale. Yeah. Have you done an O scale before? I have not done an O scale before. So I really um, want to see how this turns out because you know, yeah, you, I know. you have artistically. <laughs> And it's I, I am a, yeah. I am one of those people that I've not done on a scale either, and I'd like to try one at some point. But um, 
just for a diorama of sorts. But I because I, uh-huh. I want to be able to try it as I think that you're going to be able to get. You know, I love fine detail, a real, real nitty gritty, tiny detail. And um, yeah. I think with the O scale, being able to do that is better because it's bigger and it's, you can you can really bring more detail out on a on something larger like that. So I'm really sure. interested to see how you would do with that because that's that that would be amazing for you. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, you know, my, my two cents on the subject is I think that a lot of I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I wish you would do that in O scale," but I think if you offered it in O scale and they saw the price on it, they might not be so quick yeah. to to buy it. I mean, it just takes more material, bigger sure. windows, bigger doors. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's more of more everything. Expensive, so. yeah. It's more yeah. time. Yeah. On, it's more the time. It gets up there. Yeah. It's, I'm sure something that a lot of people don't think about is it's also more time on the laser. Right. Sure. Absolutely. So you have to factor in the mm-hmm. cost of cutting as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And shipping mm-hmm. cost, it comes in a bigger box. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just more money. And if anyone ever knows mm-hmm. anything about uh, dimensional weight, uh, it's these guys. <laughs> if, if you've ever shipped something and <laughs> yeah. you know the term dimensional weight, mm-hmm. you know that that just kills shipping costs immediately. So That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. This yeah. is the next one also from... Probably. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I was well, going to say, everybody knows this shipping cost is is just about getting devastating for everybody. Oh, my so, gosh. I know. Yeah, you know, we got a share in it. But it it's unbelievable uh, what it costs to ship anything anymore. And it goes up every three months, it seems. So, and if, uh, it, doesn't, know, whatever, if so. it doesn't fit in a traditional flat rate box, man, it's... It's oh, yeah. it's crazy. Recharge extra. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep. All right. Yep. This this is the next question from Scott Perry, and this is actually a pretty cool one. Um, do you see more kits starting to con- or do you see kits starting to contain more SLA printed components? And if you're not familiar with SLA, I had to look it up as well. It's stereolithography, <laughs> which is uh, basically uh, a, th- a form of 3D printed technology. So. Do you see mm-hmm. more in the future, or are you running into it already, where you're getting detail parts that maybe be able to be printed on a 3D printer? Well, uh, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. I, I don't. I think the cost is too high. I don't think we're there yet. I think someday, sure. But right now, it's a high um, entry cost right now. It, it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to. You can use spin casting or if you have a mold you can do you know i don't know 15 20 however many parts in you know a quick amount of time where a printer it takes a while to print the piece and then you have to print it again and it's a slow process yeah Uh, maybe i'm wrong on this but i I think don't think you can do a mass quantity to fulfill all your orders yeah. for the printer yet well when we had um when we had yeah. david yale on uh a couple episodes it was probably 20 or so episodes back in the 80s 80s episodes not in the 1980s we weren't we didn't have a podcast <laughs> in the 1980s but anyways um he was kind of saying you know 3d printing right now is still kind of a 
it's 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 a hobby in its own, and it's it's a high entry yeah. cost. It's high maintenance. It's high learning. You got there's still a lot to still a lot. It's it's a fairly new technology still as far as as far as the consumer level. Um, I know it's been around for quite some time on the medical or uh, tech side, but consumer level 3D printing is still fairly new. And uh, maybe it, you could you could uh, you can kind of make it similar to the idea of the cell phone kind of back in the 90s, where cell phone ownership in the early 90s and mid 90s was extraordinarily expensive. The technology is expensive; it wasn't mm-hmm. easily available. Um, it was just a lot. But once these manufacturers start to make things that are more consumer friendly and more um, easier to learn, easier to, to adapt with other with other methods, I think you'll see three D printing take on a whole new level as far as the ease of entry and cost of entry. And I didn't mean to jump in on that, but that's just my two cents on that. Hey, well, you know what? Sure. I don't know, but I think cell phones are still expensive at six hundred to a thousand dollars. No, but no, <laughs> they are. But I think, I think it's still pretty expensive. Right, but think about it. Think about it in the '90s, Dad. When a like, I, I don't remember this, but I know like if you owned if you. But cell phones aren't just cell phones anymore. They're everything that you. They're your computer. Right. They're everything. So, but right. but in the '90s, if you had a bag phone, like you were hot shit. Like you had a bag phone in your car. <laughs> Holy cow! Mm. Like that was something that was reserved for yeah. high end tech jobs or high end C right. level jobs. Sure. I kind of relate with that with 3D printing where. I, you're you're either very high tech or you're in an industry that requires 3D printing right now. Yeah. Well, like, you like know, you not, said with the not bag to phone. get off topic. Uh, no, I need to wait, wait real quick. We, I want to hear Jeff's thing on the bag phone. We, <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, uh, okay, I'll be real quick. My first bag phone was in 1988, you know, and not a whole lot of people had a bag phone at that time. Dang. And I had to take my car. My car was a whole day in the shop getting the phone installed, <laughs> and it cost $2,300. Yeah, because the company said, because because I thought, well, this is crazy. And the company said, oh, well, that, now we're in touch all the time. And I thought, good Lord, you know. But but then, you know, five <laughs> years later, I could buy a Motorola flip phone for 59 bucks. Right. You know, yeah. that's what, yeah. I think that's for Todd's kind of, or breast meat in there, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you can still go to Walmart. Okay, you can still go to Walmart and get a track phone for 40 bucks, and you can do whatever you need to <clears throat> on it. So yeah. Um, I, yeah. the technology will come down in price. It will, yeah. I always think when somebody says something is too expensive, you have to keep in mind, like, look at what an athlete makes. Look at their salary. Right. To them, the cell phone is nothing. That's like pocket change, right? So uh, so it's hard. I always have to remind myself that, ah, there's people that make a ton of money in this world. Uh, so what's expensive to me might not be expensive to somebody else. Right. Right. And I always just kind of go back to the early adopters. It's a bell curve. So 3D printing is a bell curve. Right now we're we're watching the beginning of the curve, um, or maybe maybe right. maybe not the beginning, right. but we're we're on the upward trend of the bell curve now. Where we're gonna get to the point where in five or so years it'll be more common and more more every day that you'll see stuff with 3D printing. But right now it's just too early. But well, and maybe you can make your master 
your first yeah. piece on a 3D printer and then make a mold from that. Absolutely. Somehow uh, and go that route. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and again, I think that's still the thing you're saying, that 3D printing is just, uh, right now, it's still impractical uh, as a production level because, again, you, they're only making one and it might take, Ten minutes, or it might take an yeah. hour, depending on what they're doing. Yeah, right. yeah. And there's but a whole, it, and there's a whole. There's an yeah. entire learning process behind it too. It's we had our guest on our show that just does right. 3D printing, and he said it's almost, you know, it's a hobby in itself. So you have to learn a lot on its yeah. by just by that. But um, anyways, yeah. So we've 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 kicked that one around a bunch. Let's go to the next question and we kind of hit on this mm-hmm. earlier. Um and Jake Jake's always really good at asking these types of questions, but we we did cover it quite a bit earlier, but real quick just to recap it if you wanted to do like a 10 20 second recap of it. Um share Jake the Johnson? Yeah, Jake Johnson. Okay. Share your inspiration, collaboration and design process of the new paper, the whole company, the whole um paper kit. The paper company kit and complex um what were each of you responsible for which we also hit on so if you just want to do a quick recap of like uh the inspiration of it hmm <laughs> that's pretty hard to answer Jay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, i guess what i would say i guess what i would say with it was you know jason's he he was Number one with doing the original drawing, he he drew it, and and then I think I you know, my input of it was then to tweak it for what makes it practical to be laser cut, you know, both in in designing the side. You know, Jason had the concept of the look of the structures, but then I designed the you know how it's going to fit on the materials we needed to use okay. for it, and the materials. Uh, again, that helps to keep the value and the cost you know, value up and the cost down. So you know, I put a lot of effort into that part of it. Gotcha. And Jason, Jason had the artistic end of it, and I kind of made the practicality of it work and everything. That's so a good I balance. Think that's the best way I could explain that. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, it, it's a great balance between us, and all I can say is I bring. Uh, of an artistic um, point of view to it, I guess. I'll give you an example. Two weeks ago, um, my wife and I were down in Denver at the art museum, and the exhibit right now is Monet. And I saw all of Monet's original paintings. I mean, these are from the 1800s. And... I just studied those paintings and I was listening to um, his thought process on them and I was reading about his thought process. And the whole time I'm trying to think how I can apply that to modeling. And that's how I look at uh, any, everything. It, a play at a theater, the set design. Uh, if I'm watching a movie... Um, I'm looking at lighting and how things are designed and it's, you know, how can I apply that to my art? Um, you know, not just my modeling, but my day job with art. And uh, I'm constantly trying to think of, you know, how I can, I mean, Monet is just a master painter and 
Um, There's so much to learn from what he did and to apply that to my thought process when, when modeling, um, to me, I just thoroughly love that. Right. So, um, that's what I bring to it. So I have to ask. So you're going to, so the next, uh, the next waterfront kit's going to have a Monet right on the side of a, of a, of a canning company or something, right? Okay. Big old water lilies. Big old water lilies in front of it. I love it. Like a Monet, a Monet mural. You know? So, Jason, yeah, and there, yeah. hey, I got to ask real quick. There's a general store and a mill and a uh, cupola on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be classic. Jason, did you real quick when this is not even related to modeling, but it's an art question. When you saw so I I'm not I didn't go to art school or anything about it, but I took art all whole way through all four years through high school and I went to the school for design. Did you when you were at the when you saw Monet's originals, did you get to see uh, the Sunday afternoon at the island painting? Was that there? I I don't recall the name. Possibly, if I saw it's the like, image, I would. That's the only Monet photo that I can remember, just from going <laughs> through uh, art in school and then the couple the couple classes I took in in college. Was the uh, it's like a. Uh, there's like a whole bunch of people at a park that are in front of a lake and there's like a lady where holding a black umbrella with a weird, weird skirt, like hoop skirt thing that makes her butt look really big. I can't, I can't, her butt looks like a shelf on the picture. Um, just, it just by the description, I believe it was there, but okay. don't don't quote me. All right, <laughs> look it up later. Was that was like the that's like the yeah. one of the Monets that's just the most iconic when I think about a Monet painting. I had to ask you. So, anyways, there was so many paintings. You just walked from room to room to well, he's room. He's done plenty. Um, so, and towards the end of his career, he he would paint the same scene over and over. So you would see it in. You know, different uh, the styles. Fall, the spring, summer, different. Uh, you know, in, in the sun, at night, um, with snow. Uh, but it was the same exact scene. He huh. was just trying to capture the mood in that moment. It, mm-hmm. it, just incredible. So, anyways, I remember. All I know, I took some art classes. I remember Starry Night, and that's about. It. <laughs> that's so. not even the same artist. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Is it? <laughs> yeah, Starry Night, I believe. No, it is. I think so. Anyways, wrong. we're getting to a different argument here. No, that's a that's Van Gogh. It's, yeah, it's Van Gogh. Yeah, my bad. Not even close. Yeah, yeah. Right, I'm gonna okay. shut the hell up. <laughs> okay. Too many beers. Too many beers. That's the crazy dude that okay. cut his ear off. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> oh, that was Picasso playing poker. I'm just gonna cut my ear off with the exact knife now. That was Picasso. That was Picasso. Oh, Van Gogh cut his ear off. Anyways, hey, we're getting way off track here. Oh boy, let's get back on track. Um, Let's get this done. All right, we got three more questions. We're gonna blow through. We're gonna burn through these ones here. Um, Dan Pugach. First one's for Jeff specifically. The next one is for Jason specifically. So, as a modeler, Jeff. A model, a model designer and builder, do you keep in consideration that people like to kind of break the mold or kit bash your kits? 
Um, it, it, do you ever? I mean, do you design them with the idea that like, well, this probably this might not be built that way, or or do you pretty much design them to be built by the way that you're designing them? Well, for the most part, if if when I'm designing the kits, I'm kind of assuming uh, that that they're going to build it how I've designed it. Yeah. Um, right. And there's probably there are a few. You know, when I build somebody else's kit, <laughs> I always try to change it up a little bit. Right. Uh, and I love to see when somebody has changed mine, but uh, I don't really design it with the thought that, ooh, let's not put a window here so somebody can change it. You know, uh, so I really design it and put it into production uh, to be built as it's shown in the pictures and instructions. Okay. Um, and then the next one is for Jason. Oh my gosh. <laughs> next one's for Jason. When selecting models to kit bash, so you're, you've done a bunch of kit bashes. Um, when selecting models to kit bash, do you plan it out and then buy the models? Or do you look at the unbuilt kits sitting around after you've bought them, thinking about how you can do it kind of from like a trial and error approach? Yeah, I look at the model first. Okay. I definitely look at the kits first and then think, how can I combine these? And I don't know if I've ever done a kit bash where it's two or more kits from different companies. I think oh, that'd I've be always cool. stuck within the same company. And that's only because, and I've talked about this before, um, just because it says HO scale doesn't mean they're the same exact size. Gotcha. Every company seems to have their own HO scale. It's slightly, it's close, but they're a little different. Right. So that you, makes sense. You have to be careful when you're when you're kit bashing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The next two questions, by the way, are also this just this format. So this is going to work good. The first one will be for Jeff. The second one will be for Jason. On the next two questions. Uh, the next one's from Desi J from Australia. So this is a Australian question. You have to read it upside down. But um, <laughs> uh, Jeff, can you give some advice to newbies attempting to build one of your kits or otherwise for the first time? So any any first time kit well, builder, start small. Okay, uh, you know again. You don't want to build the biggest kit, and you maybe don't want to build the smallest kit. But, you know, find a nice, moderate building that you like. You know, you've got to have a little bit of interest in it. So get something that's pretty nice and everything. Right. Uh, that, that appeals to you. Uh, and you got to remember, you can't mess it up. You know, if you paint it wrong, you can repaint it, you know. You just got to – you don't want to put 15 coats of paint on, but you, <laughs> you can't really – you can't really mess it up. You know, you can fix – um, whatever you've done, and again, and again, it's a phone call to uh, any manufacturer will help you get through whatever you're having problems with. You just phone call them, email them, and they'll answer your questions and help you get through that thing. So, yeah, yep. that's, that's good that's advice. Quick advice. I think that the- I'll I'll test it. Jeff has helped me already on one of the kits I was building. Uh, I had a, a tricky spot on a corner with a building that he had there, and I couldn't figure it out. And I got a hold of Jeff, and uh, he he got me through it. You That's know, definitely we, we the best advice uh, so, yeah. is to just yep. reach out and ask for questions. Yep. Ask for Absolutely. help. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So and I built many kits, and so it's not just a beginner guy. <laughs> Everyone gets stumped every now and then. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, The next one's for for Jason. Um, When you look at building a kit, have you pre have you predetermined how you want to add your weathering, or is it done after you build? Like, so do you already really know exactly what you want to weather as before you're even building it? I'm not sure if I understand. So, so he wants to know if I weather it first. N- no, I think he's asking kind of like a visual. When are you like, thinking about the weather? In, when you're visualizing it, when you're building it, are you already predetermined before you even start to build it how you're going to weather that building and what the weathering pattern is going to look like before you even put your first coat of paint on it? Yes, yes, I do. Uh the longer I have to think about a build, the better, because then I can sort of get a visual in my mind. Right. And uh, I definitely think about the weathering first, um, and then I will do some weathering while the walls are flat, and then after it's together, um, then I'll go in with some pastel chalks, especially like where corners meet. Then I can go in and really add some dirt in there and... Um, so I definitely plan it out first though. And, and I, I always say this, I prefer a rough rundown old look. Yeah. Heavily weathered. (laughs) I I just prefer that look. We all do that. I think we all like that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. (laughs) We're all old. We're all old and weathered and rundown. Old and weathered is for sure. Yeah. Um, this yeah. next one is for Jason, but we did. We're not going to spend much time on it. It's from Ron Piskel. Um, we already talked about it earlier. Is how did you decide the color for the turquoise as the main color theme for the structures? We already kind of hit on that, so um, I just wanted to give Jason uh, Ron the shout out for that question. But he also has one for cool. Jeff, and then for both of you, and that'll be the end of our questions. So, Jeff. We're gonna put you. We're gonna give you a chance to kind of give your your review of Jason on how he built these. Uh, he's at, Ron is asking how was it to collaborate with Jason for the the design and the build of these kits? How much and how and to follow up? How much freedom did you give him once you gave him kind of what you wanted? Well, he. I don't think I had to give him any freedom. I don't think I had to give him any kind of direction. Uh, it was it was painless. You know, uh, we uh, <laughs> I've worked with a lot of people through my career with things, and and all I can say is Jason's probably the easiest and the best. And you know, it, it just it just was so smooth. It was almost like it had to be. You yeah. Know, it just uh, you know when. When I said, uh, ooh, we can't do that because of the cost, and he'd say, well, then let's do this, and we we hit a happy median, and we we got it within budget, and we got a, a, a look that you see the finished results of it. So uh, I, I, can't, I can't say enough about how easy and great it was to work with Jason, and I just hope we continue to keep doing more and more and more. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's great. So the second one from Ron, and this will be a little bit more fun here. Um, this is for both of you, and we'll let uh, 
we'll let Jason start off with this one and let Jeff follow up with it. At any point in the design and build, did either of you have to reel each other in from going like way overboard or um, beyond means of what you had envisioned for the end product? So was there any point where like one of you had an idea that was like, oh, we should do this. And then the other person had to say like, uh, hey, let's step it back and kind of make it a little bit more feasible or anything like that. Uh, maybe a, a little bit, but really overall, I think from the very beginning, we both agreed that we just wanted to make it very affordable for modelers. Yeah. So um, if anything, so I it think was already we in your opposite. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, we were, you know, Jeff would be like, well, let's add this to it. And, um, and I'd be like, okay, great. And I'd be like, let's add this. So it wasn't like we were had this grand model we were going to build and we had to keep subtracting from it to get the cost down. Uh, it wasn't that way at all. So um, yeah, I, I'm thrilled with the way it the way it worked out. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the end of our mm-hmm. uh, patron questions, by the way. Okay. So, um. Do we want to do any other real quick follow-ups or shout-outs, Dad? Uh, I think we covered a lot tonight. I think we, we did. This is a long we're, episode. We're already on two hours. And we're, so. we're way past my bedtime, yeah, and I know Jeff said it was his bedtime yeah. when we called him. So yeah, I mean, Jeff, <laughs> yeah. Jeff's probably melting like the well, melting like the witch on the Wizard of Oz right now. Or something. I don't know. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it, it was a long one. It was a great one. Every time we get you on, mm-hmm. Jeff, or every time we get Jason on, we've had you both on several times, and <laughs> it's always been a blast. And uh, it was cool to have mm-hmm. you both on together yeah. this time. And, and um, yeah, you know what was funny when when we were working on this project, um, I'm I mean I'm up early in the morning and I'm up late at night, and so. I would text Jeff, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, God, I hope he's not in bed yet. <laughs> I, I hope he's awake. And so, but I would send him a text or even call. I remember Dude, calling him at in the night. And, and, no, and Jeff always, uh, <laughs> if he didn't answer right away, it would be like within a minute or two. Uh, we yeah. were just constantly going back and forth. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that's awesome. Jeff was well, that's- up. <laughs> that's amazing Jeff that he didn't call you at like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning our time because he's always up at that time doing something yeah you know? yeah he's always up yeah he's always around all the way I think so yeah yeah he's yeah. up pot, coffee, coffee pot number 14 for the day or something like that you know yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> well uh, but hey guys I gotta say let me do one thing here real quick yeah go for it before you do your closing well, I want to make sure that everybody knows that we're very we're we're behind. Uh, I'm going to Springfield. I have some kits of all of it to take to Springfield, uh, but I'll be out of them probably by ten o'clock, you know, Saturday morning, unless I'm really surprised. Email, text us, call us, you know, order online. You don't have to pay for them now, but get on the list because we will be cutting them feverishly, you know, uh, you know, next week. So uh, yeah. Uh, if you, if they're showing out of stock, don't hesitate to either order it and pay for it or call me and get on the list and, uh, we'll send it to you that you, you know, as soon as we get them done. And 
but it's probably going to be you know early to mid March before we get caught up with everything. But uh, that's if, that's a good thing. So, and if you're and looking for all the support for. I was going to say, if you're looking to get on that list, you can head on to carolinacraftsmankids.com, um, and Jeff has all the info for it on there. His shop, if you go to the menu on his website, it's under What's New, and you'll find right at the top of that, there's the all three kits, and then the whole complex is the fourth one. All three are right there at the top. The fourth one's on the next row. Bam, that's all your info. And on each product, you actually have, Jeff, put the info, like you just said before, just a, a second ago that you're a little yeah. bit behind, but there's no need to worry because I'm going to put you on the list and it's going to be all good to go from there. So anyone that's looking to get this kit, um, Jeff's laid it all out there. You're just going to have to wait till March. And come on, who are we all kidding? All of, We all have a, a list of things to build. So you weren't going to be building this by March anyways. So just get get you know get your name on the list. And, and if it's like any of us all, we have a bunch of kits to build. And... Uh, March isn't that far away, so. And and if you're in Springfield, you gotta stop by yeah. at Classic Carolina Classic yeah, Kit and see the display. Now, Jeff, are you, you gonna know? be at the yeah. um? Are you gonna be at the uh, Blue Ridge Summit one again? Uh, yes, we're planning to be there in April. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. So we'll see you there in a few months, at least, yeah. if not before. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm looking forward. We will well, go. Hey, let me say. Go for it. I said, let let me. Let me jump in here real quick. Yeah, too, yeah. That, uh, sure. you know, Do again, it. that is a lim- that is a limited. It is going to be a limited edition of a million kits. So, you know, <laughs> so make sure you, you get in there, yep. guys. Now you're numbering them all, right? You're numbering each one, one to a million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I could tell There'll you for sure that we. Around. You could put us down for the complex. We're gonna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you get us later and. Get us, you know. When you're when you're caught up, first. let us know. Yeah, we're definitely we're definitely down for yeah. one. So, but um, yeah. for sure, yeah, we have you. to. I got you. <laughs> I think I already had you on the list anyway. You did. Yeah, you okay. did. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> I got us in there. We're good. But um, right, good. you know, uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for coming on, uh, Jeff. We'll see you at the earliest. We'll see you, um, or at the latest, baby. But we'll see you by April. Because um, we'll definitely be at that Blue, okay. the Blue Ridge Summit show. Anyone that's listening that uh, is in the Maryland and PA area, that Blue Ridge Summit show is really fun. We'll have some info on it again here in a couple months because we're definitely going to show up again there. But I also want to thank you Jason. I'll be in Vegas. My dad will be in yeah. Vegas gambling his his life away probably. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, right. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um, I also want to thank Jason for showing up on our show today. Showing up, I called you. Oh, thank but you! Thanks for yeah. joining our show. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always a blast having both of you if, on. If anyone's, if you buy the kits and you have any questions, yeah, you built don't them. Hesitate you hesitate to ask me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just, mm-hmm. You can contact me on uh, on YouTube, on Facebook. You can private message me. Um, yeah, and I'm I I get back to people like within the same day. So um, yeah, yeah. What better resource? What better resource to ask literally any question because you've you've built them already. So mm-hmm. it's uh, yeah, it's perfect. But um, well, we're gonna wrap this episode up, you guys. Uh, yes, as always, if you're listening, head on over to CarolinaCraftsmanKits.com. Check out these and kits. Jason Jensen and trains. Jason Jensen trains on YouTube and Facebook. So don't. Forget to go over there, and uh, I mean, if you haven't found them already, I don't know where you've been. Because, uh, <laughs> but 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 
Either way, the links for all of Jason's pages, his YouTube, his Facebook are going to be in the show description. The link for for uh, Carolina Craftsman Kits is on our show description as well. So you, you have every resource available to get out there and see these and follow along with these builds. So uh, we want to thank you guys both for joining our show this week. And as yes. always, um, it's a pleasure to have both of you on. And now together, this is the first time we've had all you two on at, this, uh, at the same time. So it was, it was a great time. But it sounds like we're going to have you on a few more times with future kids. Yeah, I want to see this waterfront <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. So I, I thank you for the waterfront yep. teaser. Yep. But you know, and, and thank you guys for what you do. You know, you guys do a great thing with this uh, podcast and all. Well, we appreciate it. It's, it's yes. really great. I'm, I'm, yep. I look forward to it every time it comes out. So, yes, thank awesome. you. Well, thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Yep. All right, guys, we are guys going to – night, man. End this one. Thank you. You all too. Take care.